Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at bluenile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. tell you that i can tell you that um two minutes late in fact yes you, you can hear Michael? there she is hi headphones. Hold on. Oh, yeah put your headphones on do the professionally michael are you there uh, hi deborah how are you i'm very well sorry i'm running late um, i'll just even, i'll just tell you worry about it what i tell- did are you yeah, dropping tay tay I am. I'm just going to turn Taylor Swift off. Okay. You okay? Well, I don't like to interrupt anyone dropping Tay Tay. I mean, I love Tay Tay, and also yeah, I've just defended Harry Styles online. Um, I mean, it was a brave choice on my part. Yeah, um, yeah. But it, I mean, seriously, he just he had to give a spontaneous speech. Didn't think he was going to win. I thought he was really sweet and humble. I mean. It's just people are just going, how dare you say this kind of thing doesn't happen to people like you? It only happens to people like you, you lucky white well, man. And I'm okay, like, that's but not what, what he meant, though. No, he no, but what did he mean? He I know he didn't mean that. I know he didn't. But what did he mean? He meant, I've, you know, I like was ex, like... ex-members it, of boy bands. Yeah, it's like he was working in a bakery and then he did a talent show and then okay. he got 
told he wasn't good enough to be a soloist in the talent show, but they bunged them together into a band and those normally only last about six weeks. And then that became huge. And then to have a solo career off the back of that. And I think he was, you know, he was, I think he was raised by a single mum in a, you know, a flat above a shop or something, you know, like a flat above a pub or something. And, and he was, he's, he's not, you know, he's not from a musical family. He's not, he just wasn't expecting any of this. And then, so what I posted it with is someone posted this video of him saying, I think about it all the time. Like there's so many better musicians than me. Like, why is this happened? And so much of it's luck and timing for anyone. Um, And, you know, so I think he was just having a moment of going, I can't really believe this is happening to me. Like it just seems implausible. And, but the rest of it was like all about other people, all about the other artists and the, you know, all of the people I'm nominated up against, all people I listen to when I'm alone. And I just think, you know, he was just, I think he was just being really like self-deprecating and going, I can't believe this has happened to me. Like I'm not the best person. So why has this happened to me? He wasn't saying this never happens to white men. He wasn't saying that. No, and and, um, it's not like last boys from not London, you know, with you know, it it just what you know, it was that. Do you do you think he'll go back to being a baker now? I mean, I bet he misses the eclairs. Yeah, I mean that's got to be a that's got to be a loss. Although you know, with he's, I imagine he's got he's got a few bob now. He could probably he's got a clear money. He could have them delivered. No, but just because you um, can buy eclairs, to, I mean, if you're not making them anymore, th- there's going to be something unsatisfying, surely. Could do you think we could get him on Celebrity Bake Off? Because he um, up. Do, do Do you think I could get him on it? Yeah, sure. I could <laughs> definitely get him on. The- I'll go. Guess what? Got a great idea. I won't be on Celebrity Bake Off. What about Harry Styles? And they'll probably go, great idea. For a minute, we were terrified. He'd, yeah. he'd, he'd, I think he'd clean up. Although, was I think he might have well, just Well, bakers do. That's, that's a big part of being famously, a baker. Yeah. yeah. But do you think he was just selling the the pastries? Do you think he was just selling croissants? Or do you think he was making uh, it, I'll be honest with you. It's the first I've heard of him working at a bakery. It's from you. What? So you you were famously worked at a bakery. What what do you mean famously works at famously? He's, he's famously nothing to do with me. I don't know him. <laughs> he's he has what? not entered my life in any freaking way whatsoever. I really enjoyed um, Harry's house. I thought it was a really lovely album. Really enjoyed it. I've I haven't heard it yet. I mean But thing is know, I probably will hear it. I probably will hear it. I think you'd enjoy Harry's house. I don't I think you'd find it. Yeah. It, it you know very pleasant the front cover is abhorrent it's appalling it's it, it actually is enough to put you off ever listening is, to that who has a front cover anymore what do you mean well do you know what i was having that very conversation the other day i thought it was very sad that tom verlaine died and then i got very sad because the um album cover to television's marky moon is so brilliant I thought, what's it, does that even happen anymore? I don't know. But then I remember just now, because of our conversation, about Harry Styles' album cover, and maybe it's just as well that they don't happen anymore. Oh, I see. Yes, I know this picture. So it's Harry standing on the ceiling, a little bit Gene Kelly, um, and yeah. we're looking at the room the other way up. Yeah, which isn't the most 
original thing I've ever seen, but it's perfectly no, good. I don't, I don't have a strong objection to it, Michael. I, I feel really like... because it's called Harry's house, and guess what? My house in, in inside me is upside down. Fuck off. So um, well, I, I did, I didn't like that. I didn't like, it. but that's all right. That's all right because I'm, I yeah. But listen, what did you want from me, Deborah? What did you want from me? When I saw that photograph, did you want me to change my entire personality and become kind? Uh, I mean, I thought this might have been the moment. I thought I might be, I might be going to witness the moment. Like Harry found- Styles, I have one direction, and there <laughs> we go. Oh, okay. Well, Harry, if you're listening, and it is and I'm downwards. sure, I'm sure, Harry, you often listen to Michael Legs Leg Hole. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're listening, Michael would love to have you as a guest. That would I do would. Wonders, you, wonders for it would do wonders for him. It would do wonders he for could, your ratings. The great and thing is, he he could come on here and he could say whatever he wants because it's only Neil that listens to it. Do you want to say hello to Neil? <laughs> hello, Hi, Neil. Uh, hello, Neil. Uh, what yeah. if it was a bit like? What if you did a crossover episode with Hoovering, Chess Foster Q's Hoovering, and Harry could bring like an apple slice or a custard tart, something oh. from his bakery? Exactly, but it, it, it would have to be ideas. vegan. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure he, he would do that. He's probably vegan by now, isn't he? He's be, so cool. He's got. How often do you food. go to Greg's, Deborah Francis White? Uh I've okay. I've been once in my life. Uh huh. I'm too bougie. To like, what, what was it? A book signing event or something? <laughs> yeah. Um, uh-huh. It was your book launch. Uh, sure, sure. It, it was. <laughs> Listen, uh, the, it's uh, honestly. I wish that was true because mine was at a pub. <laughs> So, I mean, you know, not far off. Great. It. We could all have vegan Greg's, uh, vegan sausage rolls. Well, um, I was in Greg's the other day and I was surprised at the amount of vegan stuff they had. I will admit to you, I mm-hmm. might Thank have, you. I might have uh, been a bit of a complaining white woman in a Greg's Shit. at the motorway service station. Shit. Uh, okay. What did you complain about? Well, there was no book signings. I complained. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you'll be very pleased to hear that I ordered a vegan sausage roll. Uh-huh. I- I'm delighted. I feel more, I feel like a heart is not the accolade I was hoping for. I was hoping for more encouragement. Um, however, <laughs> so motorway service station, nothing to eat. We were all hungry. We we're on mm-hmm. tour. And I, I mean, the thing, I love touring, but I really, the food, the lack Did you of have opportunity for, I mean, you are successful way, enough to get catering. Cater what we have a caterer come along with us in a van on the side. Yeah, you know? like Madonna. Yeah. Well, yeah, I think I think you've really misunderstood the uh the level of success that I'm enjoying. Listen, don't get me wrong, I'm thrilled with the success I've got because it's absolutely a lot more than I had. Uh so I'm absolutely thrilled. But it it doesn't involve personal trainers, caterers, um, masseuses along for the ride, none of that. So we stop, as I say. I'm a little bit disappointed to hear this story. Out of this story, I'm not disappointed you went to Greg's. I'm disappointed that you don't have a chef. (laughs) Can you imagine? So Hmm. we stop. We stop at a motorway service station. I want something hot because it's freezing cold. And the only and I look around everywhere and it's really you know that kind of Burger King which I can't do. And I there were like sandwiches, but they were like Frankie and Benny's. Awful, awful stuff. So mm. I thought, oh, I could get a vegan sausage roll at Greg's because I've heard of those and I've never had one. And I don't mm. know if I've ever been to a Greg's before, maybe once or something, but I can't remember it. So oh, I think I did once in Brighton. Anyway, there you go. 
so I go in and I order the vegan sausage roll and mm-hmm. the man gives it to me and I say, oh, sorry, it's cold. And he oh, said, shit. he said, yeah, well, you know, that's how we do them. And we don't have the facility to heat anything up here. You, and and like, you d- and you didn't know there was said, a real fuck you attitude in Greg's, did you? You didn't know. I, know. I just said, mm, oh, there is. well, it's a sausage roll. So, like, it really needs to be hot. There are things here that can be cold. There are cream buns and stuff, mm-hmm. but this is a hot thing. He said, just try it. It's fine. Just try it. So I tasted it and I said, I'm really sorry. I can't eat that. It's cold. And he went, well, you've, you've had some now. You can't have a refund. He right. tricked well, me into eating it. Uh, so, that's. I would say that's very unfair. Well, I then f- didn't. I mean, have you heard the expression Karen? Uh, I yeah, feel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I just was like, can I see the manager, please? I did. I I get. I went that way because I just thought it was really unfair, and, and I was just unreasonable just to be in a bakery and be serving like pies yeah. and sausage rolls freezing cold. Because your said, chef had the night off, and they yeah. said. No, but at this roadside service, we just don't have that. I'm like, I don't know what you mean. You don't have that. Then you're not a bakery and you shouldn't be having anything. You should just have <laughs> Fuck me. I would have, I would have paid, things. I would have paid Adele ticket prices to watch that fucking happen. <laughs> would you to hear you say that to some 14 year old manager of a Greg's at 2 a.m.? <laughs> I was just That's like, good. I don't. I don't understand. The thing is, it was daytime. That was the worst part. It was broad. This was in broad daylight. This was happening. Right. I just was like, I Peak don't understand. Greg just Harris. sell things. I just said to them, just you should just sell things that are traditionally sold cold then. I don't think you should be advertising mm. pies and sausage rolls and vegan sausage rolls, which are only ever eaten warm or hot, and selling mm. them cold and then going, well, that's your problem. And what annoyed me is this queue <laughs> formed behind me and not one person backed I, me up. I'm they, sure. They really? all just did this absolute poker face, like, we aren't getting involved. And I was like, sort of like, are you guys all going to be happy with cold pies? Because I don't think you should be. Um, anyway, the guy just then said, next. And I just had to right. leave. I, I gave it back to him. I uh-huh. gave it back to him. And I said, I can't eat that, so keep it. And obviously, keep the money because you've taken it. I would have eBayed uh, it. <laughs> Deborah Francis, half of Deborah Francis White sausage roll. I would have eBayed that. I again think you've wildly overestimated. If I'm ever, if I'm ever allowed back in your flat, I'm gonna fucking nick a load of stuff at eBay. (laughs) You've wildly overestimated. I'm gonna nick whatever's in your bin. Um, mm. Uh, If I find a cat around, I'm nicking it. I mean, I think one of my cats could go for quite a lot, but not because it's my cat, Mm. because she's you know very beautiful. Don't sell her though, please. She'd be very upset. Um, the yeah. others, my bin scraps, you would have to pay someone to take them away, I'm afraid. I'm sorry to disappoint. Well, I'm a little bit disappointed. But listen, I'll tell you one thing. I love that we've started with such a dramatic story. I, know, uh, I, feel, Deb- I feel bad. Just to be clear, can I just say, right. everyone in the shop was white. So I wasn't uh-huh. like, I just need that. Out so you were I've, with your people. I've evoked the word Karen, and I don't want anyone mm-hmm. thinking that means I was... You know, and and I wasn't berating anyone. I was just I was talking in a normal voice, but I was just saying I just don't think this is very reasonable. And he was going, "Well, that's what you've got." And I just thought it was not right to trick someone into tasting it because I could have just returned it. I hadn't touched it. I just felt the bag was cold, and he made yeah. me taste it, and then said, "Now you've eaten it." 
I just didn't yeah, expect. Yeah, no, no, I agree. You've been horribly tricked. I didn't shouted anyone. I just said, this isn't right. I then did walk out and think, I wish I hadn't said anything. I wish I would have just gone, it's fine. I just... Well, that's what they hope for, Deborah. I mean, it is. It's, it's what they hope for. It's what they rely on. They rely the on you saying, here's here's the thing. Like, I'm not blaming you. I'm not, and I want you to understand I'm not blaming you. But you did. You don't know Greg's. I know Greg's. And when you go, when you open that door and you walk inside, if you bring any emotion with you, then you are asking for fucking trouble. So you should have walked in there and just emptied your head of all thought and your heart of all emotion. And whatever they gave you, you just accept it and you walk out. And when you eat it, don't taste it. Just somehow let it exist in your mouth for a moment and then disappear. I mean, this is, is this is this is the advice I needed then. Where were you? Where were you at that motorway service station? I was probably on another Greg's, <laughs> signing my book, mm. and and people going, "Your book's cold." Mm. I yeah. mean, the next great love of your life might currently be at a Greg's. I uh, listen. I have said that before. I've said that's why uh, you should always be cheery to Greg's staff because you don't know. I don't know that if that if one if someone behind that counter isn't going to be my life soulmate. Exactly. I'm I'm always delightful to people who work at Greg's. I mean, the next great love of your life is out there somewhere now. I mean, I'm assuming well, you're single, and I I might I don't know that you are. You might you you might already you might it's, be in bed with the next great love of your life now. Uh, yeah, I always I always interrupt sex to record a podcast. Well, you're not always having uh, sex when you're in bed with the with your loved your lover. It's Are you out of your fucking mind? Of course it is. <laughs> Have you not heard talk about me? I am a fucking sex monster, guys. I'm really good at it. Why would I ever stop doing it? I, I don't think the turn of phrase sex monster is doing for you what you think it is. Yeah, I guess I guess I used a really terrible phrase there, didn't I? I, I think I think women listening to this yeah. uh should yeah, I be any. I, I reckon, like, I reckon monster, monster is not what people want. In, no in, one in wants bed. a monster. No we didn't, monster. we didn't want it in the bedroom when we were little kids. No, right? We didn't want a monster, and I think, I think that's one of the things we take into adulthood as well. No monsters yes. in the bedroom. So what please. We, we want it to be said that Deborah is very reasonable in Greg's, and it was a very mm-hmm. reasonable exchange. And Michael oh, Legg sleeps is very, alone. Is passionate. <laughs> A passionate lover, but mm-hmm. also can can allow breathing room. Um, you know, sure. sometimes you just want a cup of coffee and a cuddle and, a, you know, reading the papers. I don't know in what world you, I think you're not on your phone. I just think it's more romantic to have the paper. It doesn't, it's, I mean, no one does anymore, but, you know. And mm-hmm. also, you know, has the right amount of throwdown, but isn't like a th- Lothario, definitely isn't a monster. Definitely. I, I, I regret saying that I am a monster because, I mean, th- how easily editable is a podcast? Yeah, I would say... Do- I won't I edit s- it. I won't edit it because I can't be bothered. No, no, no I've heard this before. I, before. Mm-hmm. Do you know what? It was probably just as well that it's it stopped when it did, right? Uh, I mean, I was just about to say that your doctor lover and the monster is uh, is is it's a totally different book. Totally different book. Um, totally different book. Um, listen, uh, sh- we can we can begin. 
We can begin. Do it. We can begin. Um, so it's none of this. It's none of this usable. Oh, it's all usable. I mean, in as much as I will use it, is it usable? No. I but I will use it. Um, uh, Despite its unusability, okay, I think let's crash on I, to the main event. To the main event. I mean, I, I'll be honest with you. All the unusable stuff is sort of well. It's what Neil's used to. He'll be fine with it. So, I haven't explained to you what the podcast is, but that's okay. I will in a second. Uh, allow me to start the podcast now. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Leg Hole. It's me, Michael Leg. I've finished saying Michael Leg now. Um, hey, listen. Listen, guys. You will let... Listen, Neil. Um, you will not believe who has fallen into the leg hole today. And I haven't had a chance to tidy up. She tumbled right in. And look, it's the brilliant comedian, Deborah Francis-White. Everyone applauds. Everyone applauds. Everyone applauds. Hi, Deborah. Hello, darling. I, I, Lovely to I see you. I don't think I've had, I mean, even though we've been speaking for about 20 minutes, I don't think I asked how, how you are. How are you? Oh, do you know what? Um, I'm quite well at the moment. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm just sending a text. Okay, uh, okay, you're busy. Uh, okay, that's fine. We can work. <laughs> we can work. Uh, we can work this podcast so around sorry. your schedule. So, so don't sorry. worry. While you were doing your intro. Uh-huh. I got a text that seemed important, so I thought, oh, we'll just answer during the intro. But then I got involved in one of those conversations. Yeah. So I'm so sorry. I'm with you now. I'm fully... I've just said to them, I'm on a podcast, you... so I'm with you now. You're, no, I say, I, you say you're my... recording Lego. I didn't say that, because she won't know what it means. She might. It's I mean, a way, it's a way to get the word fan. out. Yeah, no, okay, I'll... I'll text back. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, and if yeah, everyone listening to this, if you could just text a friend right now and say, I'm listening to Lego. Uh, it'll just start a little conversation with you and your friends and, you know, we can get things moving on this podcast. I think we're up to a... Bu- I mean, I'm sure Neil must know someone. I, I worry that Neil only really knows me. Anyway. Do I know Neil? I have no idea. Do you know what? I might add that as one of the questions. I, I should explain what's going to happen here today, Deborah. Um, mm. What's going to happen is I'm going to ask you ten questions. Um, mm-hmm. You like you like chatting, right? And you like quizzes. Who doesn't like a quiz? I love quizzes, right? Yeah. So this is love kind quizzes, of like yeah. a, a quiz. I'm going to ask you mm. ten questions, and from those from the answers that you give, I'm going to put together a psychological profile of you right at the end of the podcast, and then I'm going to hand it over to the police. So. <laughs> it's very straightforward. If you've been psychologically profiled before, I imagine you have. Um, I did a personality test once and they told me I was unemployable. Uh, yeah. I, do you know what? I'd say you are. And I mean that in the well, best possible they, way. Well, that we had to end up taking it the best possible way. He mm-hmm. said you... He said, you do, if you, I mean, that wasn't the only thing he said. It was just the thing I remembered. Right. He said, if you're asked to do something the company way a certain way you'll assess whether it's good a good way to do it and if you think you've got a better way you'll do it your way and I said yeah everyone does that don't they and he said no they don't they do it the way the company's asked them to yeah, do it that's and that's true. why and I just thought well I don't believe that I think there are loads of and he said no 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 like Madonna's unemployable yeah you know, the queen's unemployable well she's um, dead she is now yeah <laughs> that's sent instead that's a now. leg hole exclusive the queen is dead everyone <laughs> Uh, yeah. I mean, of course, we're all unemployable. Have you ever had a job? I think most comedians are. Oh yeah, loads. Of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, I'm yeah, going to yeah, guess yeah, what yeah. you've been. 
you've worked in a news agent. Yes. Have you? I'm really good at this game, yeah. aren't I? Uh, please, yeah, uh, by the way, at home, at home, play along with what did Deborah Francis White once do? Um, when you met me, what 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 job did oh, I? Oh, did you have a job then? You def. Yes, of course I did. Well, I met you at improv classes before I went to Deborah, university. Deborah, Deborah, I'm not. Listen, I I actually really don't Remember, know your background I, completely, but you stink of just having money somehow given to you, like you won. Like oh you, you constantly win the lottery or something. You just, I just, you just come across like you don't need to work under any circumstances. Like people just give you stuff. Okay, so when I when I met you, mm. I just left a cult, so I was cut off by absolutely everyone and shunned. Right. So I, if I didn't, did work, you did you leave the cult or did the cult sort of get, look? You're trying to run it the wrong way. You're not running it like the company wants to run <laughs> it, and we want you out of the cult. Um, You're uncultable. It, it, was a, it was a mutual, I think, in the end. I think, to be honest, I was always too much because the Jehovah's Witnesses, they don't let women have a say in anything, and obviously mm. I wasn't going to go along with that. Um, but when I met you, yes. I had a job where I lived at the job, and that's how... Oh, you were a nanny? I a roof over my head, really. Yes, that's Do you know right. what? I did know that, and, and actually I can see that. I can see you being a nanny. I used to drop you back from improv. Sometimes I'd drop you at the station or something because I had a nanny car. Do you remember what that car was? Uh, I, he, you have to understand, I'm completely car blind. Uh, I, okay, it was I, a big car. I don't see the difference between um, any cars. different cars. I, I just don't. But you don't. Do you remember being in my car? Do you remember that? I don't. That I don't necessarily remember that. Okay, it was a big Land Rover. Oh, was it? Because they used to. Wow. I think they wanted a safe car that the kids. If, I can if totally nannies, see you, know, you being a something. nanny. I really, really, honestly can. I think it was my really. It was probably the best I've been at any. I think you would be um, weirdly strict, but for their own good. But also, you'd solve crimes. That that was it in a nutshell. In, in a nutshell, James once said to me, "In a nutshell, um, <laughs> I was that sure. nanny. Um, good nanny." I yeah, James once said to me, "You're better than Mary Poppins." I mean, wow. he probably wanted something to be honest. Uh, no, I love being. A I nanny. never, um, I, I, I never saw Mary Poppins till uh, till only a couple of years ago. Oh, it's a it's a it's a lovely magical it's piece fine. for the eyes. It's fine. Um, uh, so I, yeah, I was a nanny and I, I still am very close to the children I nannied for. Uh, one of them works with me now. I have every Christmas with that family. I'm still That's really close so to the lovely. family. Going to one of their weddings. That's actually uh, really nice. Soon. You're going to one of their weddings? It is really nice. Yeah, well, only one of them's getting married. Oh, okay. So well, that's, that's fine. Go to all of their I was going to say, one of them's already listen, married. we're having a load of weddings yeah. and you can go to one of them. I was, I was, <laughs> yeah. No, one of the children who okay. I nannied for is getting married yeah. and I am going to that wedding. You and I had very different early jobs. You were a nanny, and that means yes. you looked after children. Uh, yes. Whereas I was someone who um, put together autopsy uh, photographs. <laughs> no, yeah. when I met you, did is that what you were doing? No, it was before that. What were you doing when I met you? Was it to stand-up comedy? Uh, no, no, no. I didn't do stand-up until like... 99 so and we met what 92 93 no way i didn't meet you 92 i was still in australia in 92 stop aging me okay stop 74 me. you have to edit this out 
Edit this out. Okay, well, what Edit what year out. did... It might, well, then, 93, 93. No, it was... No, do you know what? It definitely later. was. It was. It wouldn't have been much later. It might, do you know why? Because I know very little about life, but I know about music, and I equate you with uh, Blur's Park Life, and that was definitely 94. So I... Okay. Right. I did not... I'll tell you when I'm, I met you... Uh, 95 or 96. It, it so couldn't have been. I am sure Park Life was still being played in the Red Rose. It could have been. Hey, do you remember when we watched um, uh, the OJ trial at <laughs> the Red Rose? That was a, oh my God. That was a, diff- that was a difficult improv gig. We watched it. We watched it and then we did the gig and it was really depressing. I do. I'll tell you what. Mm-hmm. There were, I remember there was a theatre sports team at the Red Rose after one of those workshops we did or at one of those workshops, and it was called Britvic. Right. And it was called Britvic because their 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 logline was Britvic, the OJ you can get behind bars. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Oh, God. That's good. It's not bad. That's good. It's not bad. It's good. You see, mm. it's not all bad. Something good came from it. Now... Like I say, I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like I say, I've got, Ask me some I've got ten questions. questions. We're going to put together a psychological profile. I'm going to warn you of this right now, Deborah Francis White. The first question I'm yep. going to ask you, and the last question, those those are the questions I ask all uh, my guests here at Lake Hall. Mm. But there's eight questions right in the middle of these, and they uh, they've all been crafted just for you. Mm. I, hope, I hope you like them. Here is the first yep. question, Deborah Francis White. Do you like Sherry? Not really. It's quite an I would quite never a choose drink. it. Well, I remember someone at Oxford saying it's a tutor's drink. It's a it's a chaplain's drink or a tutor's drink. It's like mm. it's it's not it's for older, important, serious people. And I think you and I have never grown up. No. So although we are old enough to be tutors at a university dons mm. we are not those people so i think listen if someone put a glass of sherry in my hand and everyone else was drinking it i would certainly be able to drink it and i might even enjoy it but i've never once in my life asked for sherry no i don't believe well i it's been well documented uh ask neil it's been well doc- documented on lego i don't think i've ever had a sherry I've, there's no way on earth i've ever asked for a sherry and I think I don't have don't you, like sherry. Have you had a sherry trifle? No, I've never had a trifle. Oh. I've never had a trifle. Oh, I'm going to make you a vegan sherry trifle. It's one one thing I will say about Lake Hall. It's it's making me uh, remember all the things I've not had. I've not not had a trifle. I've not had a yogurt. Uh, you know, you've never had a yogurt. I've never had a yogurt. <laughs> That's not true. It's, it fucking is true. I don't like the look of it. Don't like the look of it. I'm not going near it. Look, this, I think we're finding out more about you. I think really, do you think psych- this isn't what this is about? The only psychological profile we're going to be doing at the end mm. is is Michael Leg a narcissist, and I can tell you, let's save time. Yep. Yes, right, right there. Yep. Fucking hell, I I have had yogurt and I've had a sherry trifle. I do not like trifle. I do not. I love trifle. I do not love. I do not love sherry on its own. I think it's more the trifle part of the trifle that I enjoy. Mm-hmm. What's the next question? Well, you like trifles, so I'm going to put down greedy on your psychological profile. <laughs> question number two, Deborah Francis White. 
Oh, this is a great question. I think you'll like this. Deborah Francis White. Who would play the part of you in a film of my life? <laughs> now, keep in mind, oh. if it's a film of my life, um, mm. let's not waste, like, uh, let's not w- waste, like, uh, you know, really, like... Um, Catherine Zeta-Jones don't, don't waste, is what I'd like. Don't waste her time because she's she's too big. What I mean is, if it's, it's my life, you'll be in it. It's not like, you know, you'll be... And, and well, a lot. Can I play myself then? I think that's an insult. And also, I'm not too sure you could play the part of you. It's probably the only part I can play. Um, all right. So what? So I have to have. So if it were a big, you know, by this, if you, if by this point you've murdered someone, so it's a big feature film, Hollywood film, because you've gone on a rampage and right. you've murdered so many people, you get a Hollywood. Sure. Film. Okay. If I can murder, I, if I, I murder you, we can get Catherine Zeta-Jones in. Okay, all right. So if that's you know, mm-hmm. it, uh, let's 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 actually pull back from that. Mm-hmm. I feel I feel bad for even going there. Catherine Zeta Jones, because mm-hmm. I think she's got she's got my coloring, okay. and she's got, uh, she's, you know, she I don't know. She's got I would I mean that would be very flattering if Catherine Zeta Jones would would play me, and obviously I would be delighted. But it wouldn't be like saying you know can. Margot Robbie play me. Do you see what I mean? It's not unrealistic. It's it's it's. I mean, I think it's, it's unrealistic that Catherine Zeta Jones would play me. And I'm I. I don't mean that. I just mean it's it's it's. I feel it's <laughs> if it's going to be in Hollywood, it's within reach. I think Catherine Zeta Jones would take the call. I'm not saying she'd do it, but I think she'd read the script. Okay. I mean, I'm. I have to put <laughs> raging egomaniac down. Raging. So, but, but, egomaniac. And I get the Margot feeling. Robbie, no. I get the feeling. Margot Robbie, I'd feel embarrassed to ask. I'd be like, she's "Oh, you'll have that. none to do Although, with the casting." I just want to know who you would like. Once this film is greenlit, like, um, I, you know, you- Margot Robbie. Well, but listen, Margot Robbie was brought up in the same Australian beach town as me, right? So I feel I've got an in there. I've also had a meeting at her production company with her husband, and then he came to see the Guilty Feminist. So- there is, there is actually a strong chance then that Margot Robbie is she available? She's not available. Because I can, she I mean, how, I would be so embarrassed if she played. How long would it take to knock so up hot. a script about my life? Well, an hour? I just, I'm just really worried that she's going to meet me and then go, I'm playing you. And everyone's going to be like, oh, I know you. Margaret Robbie played you in the film. And then they're going to see me and they're going to see me. And then they're going to go, oh. So I feel like I'm, this is me being patriarchal beauty standards here. Catherine Titi Jones is way out of my league. I don't know what I'm talking about. Can we please just. Reel this conversation back in. This has been done to trap me. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll the tell whole you thing who has. Would. I'll get. I'll. <laughs> I. Tony Collette. People often say I look like Tony Collette. Collette's great. Fabulous actress. Yep. Um. Good choice. But Good choice. When they say that, when they say that, I think they're thinking of Muriel from Muriel's Wedding. They're not thinking of thin blonde red carpet Tony Collette, are they? Uh, I've not seen Muriel's Wedding. <gasps> what? I've not no, seen Muriel's no. Wedding. Uh, poor old dear. Okay, so I think if it's got to be out of British mm-hmm. actors who we could actually get, yeah, Margaret Capon Smith can play everybody. That's true. So, like Alec Guinness, I, I would trust Margaret Capon Smith to authentically present the essence of me. But this is ridiculous because she's surely, if it's a film of my life, she's going to be in there somewhere. Be hilarious if she wasn't. But she's like, yeah, as you said, she's like Alec Guinness or 
one of the, she's one of those actors that can play all, all the parts. So she'll play herself and me. Or I could play her and she could play me. That would be fun. Oh, would you just get... Um, just get um, why can't I remember the name of the actress that you just talked about? I've got Molly Ringwald in my head. I know that's not her name. Catherine Seaton. No, the other one. Tony Collette. No, the other one. Margaret That's the one. That's the one that's not Molly Ringwald. Well, <laughs> we... And Molly Ringwald could not be more different. No, oh you God. must understand. I don't really re- remember people who exist now. Mm. You know, I'm I'm of a different. So you're much more of the Molly Ringwald era. Well, I remembered her name. Fame. Yeah. They're both. They're both MR. That's what's happened. Oh, what does that mean? Um, Margot Robbie. MR. Oh, I see what you're saying. Molly right. Ringwald, MR. See, I, I, you know, these days, these days, you just don't know. MR could be this whole new thing, and I've MR- MR'd them, and suddenly they're cancelled. I don't fucking know what I've done. I don't know. So, um, uh, uh, do you know what? I'm, I'm actually. Pu- I love the fact that you think you can cancel somebody <laughs> just by pushing the wrong button on your phone. It's <laughs> what happened oh to Tom Bins. Anyway, let's uh, let's move, wow. move on. Wow. Let's move on. Wow. 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 Deborah, please move Deborah on. Francis mm. White. Yes. That's right. Me. This is a great question. I think you'll really like this one. Here we go. Have you yeah. ever been recognized while you're not in yes. the fucking mood for it? Oh. Um Oh, do you mean recognized by an old friend or recognized by a punter who <laughs> Have you, uh, have you ever been formally recognized by your peers when you're not in the fucking mood for it? <laughs> And the award goes to better not be me. Debra, I haven't seen you for ages. And I've gone, oh, do you know what? I'm just going to pretend I'm not her and keep walking. Have you ever, have you, have you ever blanked Emma Thompson? No. Because you know Emma Thompson, right? I I do, yeah. She's really Of course she's really lovely. She's Emma fucking Thompson. But do you know what? You know what? No one, no one in the right mind. But you know what? You're a successful person. I'm not. You know, I'm, I'm a person that, Looks looks at you from afar and occasionally WhatsApps you, you know, from afar. I think that's absolutely what, uh, what I'm true. saying. Like, it you're you're a very successful person. I I'm oh not. I will stop you there. I'm a middlingly successful comedian and I'm a very unsuccessful person. I you really have to get you can't lie you, to yourself that way. I won't have you, it. You you have you certainly have made your self esteem issues. Did you go to the Chortle Awards? Because I would cite that as evidence. Do you know what? Do you know what I did? Yeah. I didn't, but I was somewhere uh, nearby. Would you like what, to know where I was? Sight? No, no. I just Greg, I was I was just busy watching with. The I I was busy. Right. I said no to the Chortle Awards because I was going mm. to a Women mm. in Immersive Tech talk. What? Yep. That seems implausible. Women in immersive tech. Yeah. What's immersive tech? Well, you know, VR. Stuff like that. Oh. Okay. All right. Uh yeah, I was I was also otherwise engaged. But I, I do notice that if if you show up to the Chortles, you will not win. It's like almost if you walk through the door, they take your name off the award and give it to somebody. I I, I would say it's you've like lost they... as soon as you turn up, yes. <laughs> no, it's true. The winners are hardly ever there. It's always the nominees mm-hmm. and other hangers on drinkers that are there. Anyway, go on, continue. Um, self-esteem, so, bad self-esteem. No, but what I'm saying is, yeah. what I'm saying is, mm. like, 
Oh, um, yes. Have right. I been recognised? No, 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 no. Yes. no, 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 no yes. I'm, go- I'm, I'm more interested now in the sub question, which is, have you ever blanked Emma Thompson? Because here's the thing. Obviously not. Right, but here's the thing. How many times have you met her? Fifty. I mean, I, I, I don't. You, you stop thinking of meeting somebody. Exactly. You, you, do, somebody you do. You do. You do. You stop. Of course, you do. I know. Listen, I know famous people, and I'm friends with famous people. Uh, like, um, uh, let, uh, let me lie. Uh, King Charles, he's a friend of mine. And I'll be honest with you, I don't even see the crown anymore. You know, when I meet him, don't even notice it. So what I'm saying is, it's just sometimes you just go, oh, I just want to be in my own. Oh, but here's Emma Thompson. Oh, I'm not in the mood. It's not to do with Emma Thompson, no. it's to do with you. No, no, that's never happened. Okay. That's never happened. Uh, I, But I know what you mean. Uh, I have, I'll tell you what, I'm always genuinely thrilled that anyone's interested in anything I have to say or my work. So I'm always genuinely thrilled if people want to come and say hi. There are certain environments where if I'm trying to have catch up with a friend Mm -hmm. and lots of people come over, I obviously will be nice to all of the people and I'm still genuinely, genuinely thrilled. But sometimes there's certain places where I, someone will say, let's have a drink there. And I'll say, actually, do you mind if we go here? Because I really want to catch up with you. And I don't think we'll be able to do that. So you wouldn't go, not fucking now, Emma? No, No. I would not. I would Do you know, again, you know, you know, see, see, I'm delighted about that. I don't see enough of Emma and I'd always be... I'm delighted about that. But, you know, it's because you're you that I would love to have... Like I say, I pay adult prices to see you that time in Greg's. And I think I'd pay... Maybe not Adele prices, but I'd pay, uh, I don't know, like uh, Pixies. You know, however much it costs to go to see the Pixies. I'd pay that much to just see you sitting down as Emma Thompson walks towards you and you go, Emma, like you were, like you had to put an effort in. I would pay money for that because it would just be really, really funny. I would think, wow, Deborah's really become like mega successful. I mean, that's that's. I think that would be the point at which I would be saying, um, "Can you talk to my personal chef?" Because yeah. Michael, <laughs> Emma, if I bite into the sausage rolls. Is it cold? If I became that monstrous mm-hmm. that because I don't see enough of Emma, I think she's the most wonderful person. If I ever became so monstrous, I would hope that both you and Emma would stop talking to me because which you know, which one first? Um. I mean, okay. I okay. If me and Emma Thompson were drowning, and you can only save one of us, oh my god! Can we please move on to the next question? I mean, you know, saving me is going to be really hard because you know, at some point I'm going to drown anyway, right? I mean, the writing's on the wall. Yeah. There's. Listen, I think there's room for both you and Emma Thompson on okay, that door. So I'm just going to put wood. Let wood that, gladly let door, me die. Wood gladly. I think that door. We'll hold both of you. And in fact, I believe James Cameron's just done an experiment to demonstrate it would. Can I, uh, I don't know really why I'm telling this and I probably will regret that. Maybe this will be the first Lake Hall edit. I don't know. But I was once, um, I sometimes get recognised. I sometimes get recognised. And one time I got recognised when I wasn't in the mood for it. Um, I w- It's yeah. about seven years ago. And I was not um, going through a good time. I was not in a good place. I don't mind telling you that, Deborah. I might... I might regret telling the listeners, so this might get edited. And um, uh, I'd just done a gig, 
And I decided I wanted to go to my local pub because it's quite late at night, but they stay open quite late and it's always really empty. And I thought I'll go in there and I'll have a beer just to sort of calm down for a bit. So there I was in this bar about midnight on my own with a pint and I just started crying, right? I'm crying and then I just feel this whack on my back. And this guy appears and just goes, so when are we seeing you back on Comedy Central? Oh, <laughs> and, I, God. And, I, and I just looked up at him with teary eyes and he went, oh, uh, I'm sorry, I'll, I'll leave you. Oh, oh, oh. Did he not say, are you okay, mate? Do you no, need to, no, do you need to no. He said, oh, I'm, I'm so he sorry. He just ran away. Yeah. I think late night pub people understand pub etiquette, right? Yeah, I do think this is why, I think, because um, a woman would ask another woman, are you okay? Yeah, yeah. You need to talk, can I get you anything? And then you, if you said, actually, no, I just need to be on my own, they'd say, I totally understand. Yeah. But they'd say, I'm here if you need me. I'm just in the corner. I'm open to talk. Men just go, oh, I've seen emotion. I'm yep. backing away. And not all, hashtag not all men, hashtag not all women. Mm-hmm. But that is a trend. I think that that's fair. unfortunately means men die younger of heart attacks and are more likely to take a gun and shoot other people. That is what is happening right there. So if you are a man, you're listening to this. And if, and if you are Neil, you probably are a man and you're listening to this. If a man is upset, it's okay to say, do you need to talk? Can I buy you a drink? Uh, or would you rather me leave you alone? I, I honestly because... genuinely think that's such an important point. Thank you for making that. But I think even more importantly, uh, I have not been back on Comedy Central. <laughs> not not been back on it once, no. Okay, good to no. know. You know. I'm just saying. Let's go on to the next question. Here we go. Uh, oh, this is a great question. Love this one, Deborah. Deborah Francis-White, have you ever sent an unsolicited dick pic to someone? No, no, no. That's no. a shame. I was just thinking, have I shown another woman something that was sent to me? But I would never do it unsolicited mm. if I have. No, no. They are fun to draw. No, I've, I've, <laughs> no. No. I think I no. I can't. I've. I can't even. I can't imagine sending a picture of my own parts. I, I that's but that is my I, I guess it's everyone's problem obviously with unsolicited dick pics it's firstly the unsolicited part that's that's obviously the worst part but the other part is who the fuck who who is that proud of what they've got that they're gonna take a photo of it and send it to someone if some yeah. if someone asked me to do it i wouldn't do it i've got no Really? No, no, I definitely so wouldn't. So if I said to you now, if I said to you now, mm-hmm. Michael, right. I just... I'm, I'm with Emma. You've come up in conversation. Mm-hmm. No, can we just leave poor Emma, who is not here and has not consented to this out of it. Okay. If I said to you, late night, two o'clock in the morning, uh-huh. Michael, I've always been keen to just know... Always, what is I've always curious like? about your penis. Yeah. Yeah, I'd love to see it. You wouldn't send it to me under any circumstances. No. In fact, uh, what if I'd, 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 um, I'd, yeah, you would, you wouldn't come out of that well because it would just be like, why on earth would you ever want that? And also, 
I know I'd sort of try maybe for a bit and go, no, there's no loading in the world where this comes out well. What if I what if I'd already seen it? What if we were in a tryst? Right. If I'd already seen it up close. And then I was far away from you mm-hmm. and I was like, Oh, Michael, we're having a bit of a thing. Mm-hmm. I'm feeling a bit frisky. I'd love to see a picture. Would you then send me that picture? No. No, I wouldn't. No. In fact, I I don't I don't want to I look at I I I'm not a closed shop. I I opened my shop. But I don't ever want to be that close in a relationship where the person misses my penis. I mean, the look of my penis. I, I just don't like the idea of, do you know what? I really miss looking at your penis. Can I see it in a photograph? I go, no, you can't. In a <laughs> Could you frame it and put it right by my bed? Can you send me a mixed tile? Yeah. I... I don't I I don't think I like sexy photographs. I've had sexy photographs sent to me either through partners in the past and I've never liked it. Oh, you don't like a girl sending you I don't, a woman no, sending I you. No, I don't like it. A hot picture of herself, what? Just like topless or like looking at the camera or anything like that. You're not Yeah, or you, you know, like drinking that. a beer. Any of those sexy things that ladies do. Drinking a beer. I don't know, it's the first sexy thing that came if into my head. If your girlfriend was in a pub and sent you a selfie of her drinking a beer, you'd be I, like, ooh. I, I, I'm fine with that. I'm fine with that. But you know what? I, do, I don't like sexy photos. I don't like them. Does that make me a you bit of... You don't like sexy photos. I guess I don't. No, no. I don't. I don't. But I always think uh, the, the narrative we're told is men are very visual and that's mm. what men want. That's, what, that's the narrative we're told. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we're told that men like pornography. And I know certainly do know men who've given up pornography I don't know any men who've said I never was into pornography. I know men have given up because yeah. they feel it was taken over their life. But I don't know men who say I never like I think there's a weird, um, I think, it's, uh, well, maybe I'm just talking about myself here. But weirdly, it's an age thing. It just sort of naturally stops, doesn't it? Pornography just stops. I have no idea. It does. It's, I think. I think you just feel a bit. I think you feel a bit older, and you feel a bit ashamed of yourself. So just stopped. So have you? You just stopped pornography because you aged out. I think so. I think so. I think you know. Yeah. Just. And also, everyone's having a great time. I'm not invited. It's like. Um, it's. <laughs> it's like. Be not invited to the uh, Chortle Awards. Imagine how hurt you'd be then. <laughs> I mean... I have in the past not been invited to the Chortle Awards. Really? That was devastated. <laughs> uh, is it like sometimes when you listen to comedians on a podcast and they seem to be like having this like fun in time and you feel like no. this is a part no, of No, 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 no. Because you know what? I, I'm long enough in the comedy tooth now that when I hear two comedians talking about how great a thing was, it was shit. Of course it was right. shit. Okay. Oh, do you remember that gig we did? Yeah, it was dog shit. You know, it, it was an aberrist with, it took you fucking ages to get back. It was in no way brilliant. It's right. e- so, every single look. podcast with two comedians talking about how great something was. It's it's that scene from Manker Man. We've been coming to the same party for 12 years and in no way is that depressing. It's that. So, no, it's different from that. I'm just looking through my phone for pictures I can send you. (coughs) Sure. It will horrify you. Sure. 
pictures that will horrify you that uh, that are, uh, would be inappropriate to send. I mean, I mean nothing... you must have loads of them, right? I mean, I wouldn't send you anything, um, you know, that would be... I wouldn't send you anything that would get me cancelled because it was. What could possibly get you cancelled? Nothing. Oh, are you joking? Oh, no, easily. I'm not. Yeah, of course I'm. I'm not joking. What? What? Could, what could get you cancelled? Mm, I mean, I. I'm sorry. I'm just distracted by my own photos. <laughs> so <laughs> you're looking things. through the dick pics that you've collected over the years, and you're trying to find one that you could send to me now. No. Do you know what? I'm I'm telling I, you this I'll now. I have on my Instagram. On my Instagram. Mm-hmm. You've got a load of dick pics. I'll tell you what. Who was it? Who was it? Sophie Duca made me do this nude challenge on Instagram. Mm-hmm. So I think she came on the podcast and I said that I don't do nude uh, photographs. Right. And Sophie, Sophie's, you know, she's young. She's that kind of young millennial who's like sex positive, body positive. Yeah. Um, nudes are... You know, and so she made this post that said I owe her nudes, mm-hmm. um, and so I took nudes for Sophie Duca and put them on Instagram, and they are still in a special. They're still in a special folder. You know how you can save your stories. Do, um, how would I know that? I don't know. I don't even know what. You don't know how to save. No, I don't. You don't know what Instagram is. I vaguely know what the Instagram is. I've used it. That doesn't mean I know really what it is. So what I had to do was I had to do them, but I had to cover the nipples because, you know, uh, nipples on breasts are not allowed. Your nipples are allowed on Instagram, but mine aren't. Yeah. I don't think mine are, um, though. Yeah, they are. No, I don't think yeah, mine are. are. I don't think mine. I, I know what you mean men's are, but I don't think mine particularly are. So this is a... I'm going to send you now. Mm-hmm. This is a nude that I have on Instagram. Okay. Uh, are you ready? Okay. Uh, it's okay. nothing yet. This is the... Nothing yet. Yeah. I'm talking about my erection. I haven't sent it yet. Hold on. Okay, so this is one. Mm-hmm. That's number four. Okay. Um. So, listeners, if you're listening, have you got it yet? Oh my God! Your hand is naked. Yeah. I, yeah see that? That I'm fine with. It's me. It's me submerged in a bath. I think really? that's the only one you'll be fine with. Yeah. All I can see uh, is your this, hand. Okay, this is one. This is so. This is literally on my public Instagram right now. See, this is this is a there. sexy nude that you would send to someone. Uh, one of you clearly no, drowning. Of course not. It was. Of course not. This is the. This is. This how is do you woo people? When, oh, you you into seeing how I would look? This dying? is me drinking tea. This is me drinking tea in the bathroom. Um, that's a bit more. Yeah. You know. Again, I wouldn't send it to anybody. Oh, but, what sort know. of tea is it? It's just builders. No fucking way. Um, you don't drink builders tea. I do drink builders tea. Okay, so I do drink builders tea. Do you know what? Can I just can I just say something to you here, Deborah? Yeah. I like to yeah. think that Lake Hole is quite a weird podcast, but well yeah. done you for weirding every episode so far <laughs> <laughs> by, by live sending me nudes. Uh, I mean, they aren't really nudes, though, are they? They're not really nudes. I mean, um, that cup is hiding they're, a they're, lot of your face. Yeah. So it's if you're listening at home, mm-hmm. uh, it's in my nudes folder on my Instagram. I'd so forgotten that was there. Neil will but be wanking himself into a coma. Under the bath. 
And the other one is under the water in the bath. The other one is me drinking tea in my bathroom. Mm -hmm. And while I am a bit naked, the way that I'm holding both the phone to take the picture and the cup, you can't really see anything. That's what I've said. It's very tasteful. Very tasteful. The others are a bit racy, so I can't really send them to Michael because it's it's one thing putting something on public and another thing sending to another human being. Isn't that weird? But like, it's less. If I did, if I did a nude spread in a magazine and you saw it, that would be fine because the magazine is public. If I sent you a nude of myself, that would not be fine because that would not be consensual. Um, I've, Do you see what I mean? I, oh, I totally understand. I put porn star down in your uh, psychological profile. <laughs> the other thing that I think on this is how much would you have to pay someone in private? Mm-hmm. How much would Ant and Deck have to pay you in private to eat a grub or a bug? I mean, a lot for you because you're a Yeah, that's not going to happen. Um. If someone came around to your house and said, I want to watch you eat this grub right, or these insects because uh-huh. I just want to see it. Right. And they were, they're like, it's 150 grand. I just want to sit and watch you do it. Right. That would feel really humiliating and really creepy and like a really dirty exchange. Like you would not like No, that. I wouldn't like Even it in, this, in the slightest. But... Yeah, but you're going to offer it? If someone's paid 150 grand to go on I'm a Celebrity, Mm -hmm. it's like, oh, well, I've got a tax bill, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, a bit of fun, blah, blah, blah. Like, as soon as it's televised to the world, it's suddenly the status raise of being on TV Mm. somehow evens out the status lower of having to lie down while someone pulls disgusting things into your mouth do you think that's what will just end up being all tv will just be i'm a celebrity i'm having a shit and then celebrities will just live having a shit on telly and then they'll get I paid love that you think television is going to be a thing television's not gonna be a thing no, of course it's not, it's not. Television. of course it well it's it's just gonna be a jukebox of things i mean in some ways that i mean streaming is really up to the ante for tv it's so much mm. better tv on now than there ever used to be so yeah, we were in danger of it all being Celebrity Shark Tank, but that's those days I think have kind of gone. Network television's dying, and streaming is not really paying for itself. So I don't really know where it's going. I think we're going to have to entertain us, make our own entertainment in ten years. Time, but it, but isn't that what we're doing anyway? TikTok and yeah. that is making your own entertainment. I would. What, making your I own wish people would fucking yeah. start making their own entertainment. I liked. I liked <laughs> entertainment being crafted and given to me. I mean, you've you have become an irascible grandpa, but to be honest, it's what you always were. Mm. You were like that in your twenties. Um, I, so I found a photograph. You finally, of, of, I found a photograph of me recently uh, when I was five, and uh, yep. it's me screaming at uh, the camera, and I realised, yep. wow, I've I've really been doing the same act for a very long time. It's just <laughs> shouting my head off, and the thing is, I, I haven't I haven't like changed you. much. I actually look relatively no, similar. you look the same. Yeah. Yeah, you look the same. I saw that. Mm. You were looking at a car door or something. Yeah. Yeah, I saw it. It's funny. Yeah, that was me yeah, uh, driving. <laughs> that was your first Edinburgh hour. Yeah. Just, just leaning out a car mm. door, screaming. That was, I was one of the first, uh, oh, my dad's middle-aged shows, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I found that so funny. But anyway, listen, we've got another question. Uh, Deborah Francis White, 
What animal could you outrun? Are you looking up more nudes? I I, just any pause now. I'm, I'm just saying, runner. I've got one of my bomb here. I know it's around here. So you'll like that. No, I don't. I don't think you would. You wouldn't. The reason I sent you two that aren't really sexy. Right. One of me submerged in a bath and one of me holding a cup of tea is you've already said you don't find sexy pictures sexy. So I would definitely not send you a genuinely sexy picture. Well, I think I think I don't find them sexy because, oh, Jesus, we're back on this fucking topic. But it's my fault. I think it's because I would hate for someone to go, oh, now send me one of you. And I go, oh, man, I have to be sexy. I think I think I can be sexy. I think I can do it. I just don't want it to be frozen in time. You know, when you're old, I want you'll that. regret that. You'll be like, what do you mean oh, when? When? What do you mean when? I am. To look back on. No, you're not old. Um, you still look like yourself. You're still mobile. You're not old. Um, what, what What? was the question? Could I outrun? I'm thinking like, I was thinking like a dog, but then I was like, some dogs are really fast. Like the great I'd say most dogs famously. are really fast. Yeah. You're not, yeah, you're not going to outrun a dog. I'm not a very fast runner. So I don't. <coughs> Excuse me. I, I mean, some cats, but again, my mm. cat can be really fast when it wants yeah. to. Cats can I leap. No, it must be like famously so animals like tortoises and sloths, I guess. Mm. Snails. I mean, famously, I could only outrun famously slow animals. Right. I'm sorry, but that's how I feel. I'm not fast. I am many things. One of them is not fast. You could probably outrun a lot of people. No, not a lot of people. <laughs> no. You could probably... No. I'm not... I, I I can be not unfit, but still, I'm still a slow runner. Okay. I can be... I can get really fit. In the pandemic, in the, in the lockdown, I got really fit, but um, I'm still not a fast runner. I'm still not going to beat somebody. Okay. I'm just not a runner, I'm, Michael. I'm... And it's upsetting you've asked me this question. Okay, I've put shit down in your psychological profile. <laughs> My God. <laughs> It's really upsetting. It's it's it's. it's do you know what? It's show, it's only. It? I've only just realised what a terrible idea for a podcast this is. It's it's, <laughs> it's probably really quite upsetting. deflating. Here's the next it's a, question. It's, a, it's, a, it's eroding of my confidence. Go on. Uh, Deborah Francis White. Everyone likes winning things, and everyone likes a makeover. So you have won the chance to give me a makeover. <laughs> What's the plan? Oh, actually, I think mm -hmm. you could look a lot better than you do. So this is an easy one. Wow. Um, I, I mean, I, no, my feelings are fine. Yeah, don't worry about it. I mean, you. I mean, this is the problem. You br you bring people in who you break them, mm -hmm. and then they're brittle and cold inside, and you know they will. No, I think you could look quite good in sort of tailored, more t slightly tailored, more preppy stuff. And I think you wear very soft clothes, and I'd like to give you some leaner I'm a soft lines. Man. So, I think you'd i I would take you down to German Street. I'd get you some fabulous suits. I'd get you some fabulous, like you know, jackets and jeans, and you know, really crisp, sharp lines. Okay. Um, and I would take you to a really, really good hairdresser, and just get them to advise on what to do. Mm -hmm. A perm? Uh, because I think I would need professional help. Um, oh, you do? But, I, yeah, because, you know, just like if we've got this great opportunity and we've won a makeover, mm -hmm. I think we should really max out the, the, the 
the, the competition credit cards and really go for it. I might get you a snazzy little sports car. Is that allowed in a makeover? Um, it is. I've just decided it is. It. You'd have to get me a snazzy little uh, driving instructions uh, and yeah, some driving well, we'll, lessons. We'll cover that. Yep. This is a fantasy. This is. I'm being fairy godmother here. Mm. I've got the wand. Don't don't drag okay. me down with admin. Okay. Um. Uh, like a like a like a silvery blue convertible. Mm-hmm. Um. And yeah, some tailored lines. That's that's how that's what I think would work. What's stopping you from doing this? Um, cash, oh, right. time, and interest. <laughs> but hey, at least it's in that order. You know, I mean, yeah. li- like interest is quite low down in the in the charts of the reasons why you're not doing it. Yeah. So I'm yeah, pretty happy with that. I'm gonna. Uh, uh, I'm just gonna put hates the poor. Uh, on your side Thanks. yeah hates the poor here we go here's another question deborah francis white deborah you are a hugely successful performer and campaigner how long can you go without weeing you know lately much longer than i used to be able to yeah mm. i cannot say the yeah. same about myself no no um it depends but I think, I think I've got into healthy habits and rhythms much more so. And so, yeah, uh, surprisingly long time. Sometimes, you know. Because you, your shows are quite long, aren't they? Like, I mean, what they're... are you saying? <laughs> I'm saying, shut up! <laughs> People get bored. I'm say... No, I'm saying, no, but you have long shows with lots of guests and, you know, and they're yeah. big events. Yeah, I, I could I uh, I often need to go to the loo just before the show starts. I mm-hmm. have actually a terrible thing happened once at Leicester Square Theatre where I was brought on stage by voice of God, but I was trapped in the loo. Oh, and yeah. I, I, yeah. And there was this long delay and I had to explain to the audience when I came out and, you know, but I wasn't locked in the loo. I was just like couldn't get out in time and I could hear the sure. announcement being made. Um, so, yeah, I always go to the loo just before I go on stage. Um perilously close mm-hmm. some 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 think produce some producers think. Uh, it's wise though and, to do it it's wise and then i might go in the interval yeah if i'm feeling you know sensible how, um, how many yeah. drinks do you have during a show i don't drink alcohol before i perform right i think it's my job to be ahead of the audience so it's ideal it's ideal if they've had a drink and i haven't right um but I'll tell you when I will have a drink. Sometimes in the second half of a show, late if it's a late night show at the Fringe or something, and it would be better because we've all, you know, if we're chatting or something like that, we're, we're all a bit loose. I'll tell you what, though. The reason it is dangerous to drink before a show, if I'm, if I'm in charge of the show, I'll never drink. Never, never, never. Mm-hmm. If I've got to do stand-up, never, never, never. But if I'm on someone else's show, I'll tell you when I really run into trouble. Mm-hmm. I came... Uh, to do a show called Do the Right Thing. Um, It's a podcast Mm -hmm. panel show where you're meant to be giving advice to punters. Mm. Um, You are, I believe, Mm -hmm. one of the regular team captains Mm. and the other one is Margaret Cablon-Smith. Am I right? Uh, I think you're right. I'll I'll have to look it up. Margaret Cablon-Smith and Danielle Ward Mm -hmm. offered me a drink. I said, oh no, I don't drink before I perform. And they said, oh, well, you're something along the lines of passive aggressively but like to wind me up mm-hmm. it was a joke it was a teasy joke but we all talk about the people who don't drink on the show no you've got to have a drink we're all having a drink 
and they kind of teased me into having a drink. Bullying. So I had a drink. Yep. And then I told stories. Then I had a second drink and I drank it too quickly yep. and I told stories I should not have told. <laughs> you told a story told a st- about how you generously gave a homeless man your gym membership card. <laughs> I told a story about going on an upstate New York spanking retreat. Oh, yeah, that was good, wasn't it? I was invited on by a friend during the mm-hmm. uh, Fifty Shades of Grey era. Sure. And I was felt like Louis Theroux. I was like, oh, my God. Um uh, but I told that story and I stuff like that that I just went oh my god. After I left, I went what if I said because it's a podcast, it's out there forever. If it was just live, then you'd think oh well, I can always. Do but that. you're an improviser. You're an improviser. You must suffer. Uh, uh, you know, I'm not having to go to you. I'm saying we all suffer from this as improvisers. You're an improviser. You must suffer. You must it's suffer. A sentence yeah. on its own, leg. You it's must a suffer. Sentence on its own. You're an improviser. You must have known suffering. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah. Uh, and if you haven't, you will. Um, what I'm saying is, you must suffer a lot from um, improv hangover. Like you wake up the next day and you go, "Oh fuck, did I actually say that on stage?" So you know, of course, what's the difference? You might as well have a drink. Well, when you're an improviser, I'll tell you what: when you're an improviser, it's all made up, and everyone the bar is low because everyone knows it's all made up, so it's fiction. Mm-hmm. So no one's really going to remember that they saw me do a bad job pretending to buy a pair of shoes from someone who isn't really a salesperson in real life, are they? They are going to remember that I went on a spanking retreat in upstate New York, and that's a true story. So do you see the difference okay. between those two okay. things? Okay, I do see the difference, but also, but surely you see the difference in uh, whether or not, you know, you want to be funny or not. Whereas on Do The Right Thing, you were really funny telling that story. So you you didn't wake up going, oh, my God, I'm so embarrassed I wasn't funny. No. So I just was like, but you do. Oh my god, I'm so embarrassed. What if somebody hears that and plays it to my mum? Uh, so, well, that was my plan to to play it to your mum. Uh, but now, I don't know who your mum is, so um, thank it's god. probably. Thank god. I think you're probably safe. What I'm saying is, you don't. You know, you that's that's what a, an improv hangover is. You wake up and you go, "Oh Christ, that was so mm. unfunny," and surely that's a worse mm. feeling than. Oh my god, I said something inappropriate. Yes, but I don't think you should drink to become funny. I don't think that should be your motivation to drink. Well, do you know what? Uh I think we'll just have to agree to disagree. Whereas <laughs> What are the other questions? Cuz I've got to go on another Zoom in a minute. Um well, you can still go on your other Zoom. I'll just um uh, can you not do two Zooms at the same time? <laughs> just tell me the other questions. Okay. Uh, so I'll put down, um, I'm going to put down unprofessional. <laughs> Un- unprofessional. Here we go. Next question. Deborah, have you read Watchmen yet? No. You're a fucking idiot. Next question. Deborah, you are a wonderful, I'll just put fucking idiot down here. Sorry. Fucking idiot. You really are an idiot for not reading that book. Deborah. Uh, you are a wonderful role model. Um, do you know what? Something's just popped in my head. Can I tell you a story? Yeah. Um, you know what I'm like when people uh, make noise out of their phone when it's unwanted, right? Mm. So I'm walking I'm walking in the park and someone's blaring some f- fucking bullshit out of their phone. I'm like, God, that's so fucking mm. rude. But as I got closer to them, I realized it was your podcast and I got really chuffed. 
that's so nice. I, what a lovely story. I didn't tell them off. I'm like, oh, I'm that's so nice. happy you didn't berate them because it was it was me talking. Yeah. So what I'm saying is, it's a lovely story. If if you do see me on a train and you listen, so just swap it to guilty feminist quite quickly, and, and you should oh, be fine. Anyway, Deborah, story. you're a wonderful role model. Do mm. you think you'd make a good man? God, I sometimes dream about being a man. Do you? It's not yeah. a good dream, though, is it? No, I'd be. Gr- I mean, just to I'd be a man for like a week, so mm. I could present my opinions. Facts. I don't think you'd like the smell. And I'd, I'd like to try it. All I'd right. like to. I'd love to try it just to see what it was like, just to flex a bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I'm. I'm open to trying it, but I think most people would, you know, would. If they could, you'd you'd want all these different experiences, wouldn't you? I'd love to live in the eighteen hundreds. I'd love to try being a man. I'd love to, you know, uh, try being a marine biologist. Sure, yeah, all of that. Yeah, I mean, I'd like to be a lion. That'd be fun. Is it great? Not yeah. not many vegan lions, though. I think I'd get i yeah. I would get toppled from my role as the alpha pretty quickly with all my hundred uh, yeah. percent. Okay, top. Okay, all right. Well, I'll just I'll just go on. Tom, have you? Can my laptop, other laptop, do Zoom now? Yep. Caddy, have you fixed that? Oh, okay. All right. I'll just do the Zoom on that laptop. What I what I like about this is um, you're the guest on this podcast, and even I don't have a producer, but you've got one on f- for your part in this podcast. Yeah, I'm really sorry, but okay, yeah, I'll I, just I put do. Diva do. down there. There we go. Here's the last question, Deborah Francis White. What Speaking. is leg hole? What is what leg hole? Yeah, what is it? What do you think this is? What's what? What do you think has happened here? Uh, um, I think this is a way for you to catch up with friends. Who you think might not go to the pub with you if you asked? Like, and I think you should have more faith in us. I think if you had texted me and said, "I really miss you, Deb, and I'd love let's go for a drink." I have done that before, by the way. I have done that before. I have done that before. I love. I have. Yeah, that's what you say. You say I'd love that, and then that's the last I hear of it. That's not true. I've definitely met you for a drink. Well, like I think maybe once. So, well, let's. I I would say that. Also, I do think uh, the format, mm-hmm. uh, which is to reduce mm-hmm. uh, confidence, a human being down to them, to them, mm-hmm. <laughs> to their most. I mean, some of your reductive assessments haven't been wrong. No, no, no. It's, yeah. Sometimes I've really nailed it. The boldness of your broad brushstrokes does pay off in some strange way, doesn't it? Yeah, thank you, thank you. Y- you know, it's here for a reason. You know, uh, mm. and at the end of the day, once this is passed on to the police, I mean, you'll probably be fine. But say you aren't, it's it's good to know either for the safety of you or the safety of the public that it's there. Yeah. Uh, so you just wrong. said that it's and and I if, if there's no one I trust more than the the Met Police. Yeah, exactly. Uh, with women's good they, guys, they do nothing but. <coughs> look Excuse after me. women, protect women. Mm-hmm. You know, they're just. Listen, super duper guys. You know, if super duper guys, and if if anybody's listening internationally, um, and doesn't know that the Met Police are currently 
uh, under investigation in every single different direction for violence against women, not just not protecting us from violence, but actual horrendous violence and murder and other uh, terrible assaults against women, then uh, please uh, don't give it a Google. It'll really upset you. Uh, but I just want to say I am not, I don't want anyone taking this literally. And if I know one thing about the internet, Mm-hmm. Uh, anything I say can and will be used literally in a court of law. Yeah. Well, um, here's the thing. I put down in your yeah. psychological profile, loves the police. But um, as I was writing the word police, the ink ran out. Yeah. So there we go. Then you. Deborah, so thank what... you so much for doing Lake Hall. Sorry, what's the... What's, so what's the fine analysis? Well, that's... Do I not I'm gonna... hear anything fed back? I'm going to tell you right now. Deborah Francis White, what we have learned today is that Mm. you're greedy, you're a raging egomaniac, you would gladly let me die, you're a porn star, you're shit, you hate the poor, you're unprofessional, you're a fucking idiot, you're a diva who loves the police. But you know what? Those may not sound great, but when you put them all together, they make the lovely person that is Deborah Francis White, everyone, everyone applaud, everyone applaud. Come on, Neil. Thank you so much for Thank joining you. me here. Uh, I'm so sorry that um, you were busy throughout the podcast, but maybe you would like to come back when you're free. Just to say, <laughs> if you're listening and you are a porn star, mm-hmm. we, we're not saying that is, uh, that's, uh, no, that's no, a bad thing to be. Definitely not saying that's uh, a bad thing. I'm saying it's all, what you are. All the other things seem to be like bad things to be. Well, Diva's, uh, no, so diva's not a bad be, thing. Well, some people would might think it is. I think no, shit's a I bad thing. Yeah, yeah, being shit, being shit, one, but yeah, egomaniacal, yeah, not great. All the others loves the police. Yeah, I mean, especially if I'm talking about the Met Police. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I just wanted to say, if you're a porn star and you're listening, oh yeah, 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 you're not a star, just look, just engage in the adult entertainment industry. All power to you. I hope it's, I hope, I hope you're having a a, a good and if, I hope you're having a great a time, lucrative time. Yeah, um, a great time. Michael, this it was wonderful to fall down your leg hole. Yeah, would you mind wrapping and, up this podcast? I'm actually a bit busy. Um, if you could, <laughs> if you could, well, it did start at two. To be fair, and yeah. it's now twenty past three. So you know, I've, I'm I've not, left. I don't think I'm being unreasonable. I've, I've signed off. Call. So you just wrap it up. I'm sorry. I could I just make one request? Sure. Would you send me a picture of your leg hole after this is finished? <laughs> Do you know what? I, it, because you've asked. Oh, you'll get one. So enjoy that. Deborah Francis White, thank you so much for joining me. You've been lovely and you always are lovely. Uh, I hope to see you for this fucking promised drink at some point in the future. It'll never fucking happen. I'll meet you at the Chortle Awards next year. The drinks will be on Chortle. Uh, Do you know what? Who knows? Maybe everything will go fucking wrong and we'll have to go to the Chortle Awards next year. So let's hope so. You might be nominated next year. That's what I mean. <laughs> what a nightmare. Okay, do I have to do anything at my end to get this to you, or is it just your end? No, see, this is a very unprofessional thing. You just need to say goodbye to Neil. Bye, Neil. Bye, Bye ne- Michael Legg. Bye. Bye. everyone who's fallen down the leg hole. I hope you get out. Bye. Thank you.
Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.